Thank you guys so much for joining us here, the Mastering on Radio Show podcast. I am your host, Juan Mendoza. On behalf of my baby, Laila Lisa, Laila Lisa Promotions, we want to welcome you to another awesome show. Hopefully you guys are having a great week, a great weekend to start your weekend. A lot of things have been going on. Astros going on to the World Series. I'm very happy about that. Awesome, awesome. Three out of five, three times out of the past five years to go into the World Series. That's awesome, man. So congratulations going out to our Houston Astros. Doing awesome things out there. We're getting ready for the, the Honda Music Awards coming up very soon, I think in uh, December, uh, somewhere in the middle of December, I think. So we're getting ready for that as well. They have the Guadalupe Awards. They got so many other things going on. Uh, we're going to be preparing ourselves for Mastering on Radio Awards, which are just a little virtual thing, uh, station based, nothing big, nothing big fancy and stuff like that. So uh, we're going to get ready for that here pretty soon as well. But we have an awesome interview lined up for you guys here. Ladies and gentlemen, she's an up-and-coming artist. She is awesome. Got a brand-new single out that is topping our charts at number one. We're happy about that. And her brand-new single is called Fin de Semana. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you guys check it out. Vote for the Mastringon Radio. Make sure you guys check it out on Spotify, Deezer, iHeartRadio, all the streaming platforms out there. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome to our show, Miss Alma Nunez. Alma, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. How's everything going? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Everything's going super busy. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm trying to... I, yeah, I said, yeah, it's great. Just getting ready for the holidays. <laughs> Just getting ready for the holidays. Nice. So how's it, how's it start to your weekend? Uh, my weekend, I, I work 24-7. I do public relations and marketing, so always on, on the phone or working something on the internet, editing. So, so it's, it's good. It's relaxing. I'm with family. We do we go out and do family stuff, but my life revolves around the phone and the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Pretty much stuck to you, huh? Yes. Yes. Well, I just want to say uh, congratulations. Uh, you've been uh, number one again this week as well. Uh, for Fin de Semana. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you so much. It's been a blessing how the song is doing. I'm just amazed on how it's just taken off. Um, like I had said before with uh, others, it, it was a, a bucket list of mine. I've been singing since I was three. But um, in doing the Tatecito con Alma show during the pandemic, it kind of became bittersweet seeing people perform and I wanted to hit the stage again. So uh, we decided to do a single in with Hugo Guerrero, and it's been doing great. I'm truly, truly thankful to everybody that's been voting for it. Nice. So how did how did you get started in the industry? How did you get started with performing and singing? I actually um, had a God, I have a godfather in Washington State that worked for a radio station, and uh, he used to put me on to sing here and there, and then they uh, recruited me to a morning show for kids called Jardín de los Niños. And I started from there. Then from there, I started to uh, be in pageants 
dancing competitions. Then I joined a band about the age of 14, and it took off from there. It, just, it became a consistent thing. At the age of 18, I moved to Texas. I did. I dabbled with a little bit of um, some international music when I was with Hacienda Records, and then life began. Started uh, a family, and uh, it got put on hold. <laughs> <laughs> so you're originally from you're originally from Washington State. Yes, I'm from Washington State, born and raised. So what, what was the transition? I have a lot of family out there still. <laughs> so what was the transition like coming to Texas, or what made you decide to come to Texas? I performed at the fanfare in 2016 with the uh, uh, home band La Realidad, who got invited out to perform. And that experience was just life-changing for me. I fell in love with the state. I fell in love with the people, the music. And I made it a point that as soon as I graduated and I was an adult and could make my own decisions that I was going to move there. And that's how I ended up here. So your parents disapproved of you moving? So you had to wait till you became of age to say, you know what, I'm, I'm grown already, I can do it? I did, because my parents are very traditional and strict and they didn't want things to happen too fast. So they, I wanted to transfer to high school in Texas and graduate here with... Um, a few family and friends that we had out here, and they just weren't having it. <laughs> so <laughs> I put my mind to it. I saved my money, and then I moved uh, moved this way. So where where are you from now? You're residing in the valley. Actually, I reside in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay, Austin. Okay. I work for yes, I work for an auto group out here, and I do public relations and marketing. So it kind of all went together. I kind of think timing is everything. It was a blessing in disguise because. Since that's what I do for a living, it, it kind of prepared me to be ready to market my song when uh, it came time to be ready. Yeah. Tell me about this thing. I keep seeing this this um, this Facebook page come up and it says, Cafecito con Alma. That, that is yours. What exactly is that? Is, a, is it a program that you have? Is it a podcasting that you have? Or what is that exactly? Cafecito con Alma is a Facebook show that we started through and it's sponsored through Covert Auto Group, which is a company I work for. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be Cafecito con Covert, but they didn't want to put their name on it because they didn't know how it was going to turn out. <laughs> and we started off, it was supposed to be just to keep everybody up to date on COVID and the changes coming, and also to be uplifting, offer motivation. And we in- incorporated music because I believe music is a part of everyday life. Yeah. And music is what keeps us going. It, you know, it's a part of every emotion you feel on a daily basis. So after we started, we decided to interview artists and we incorporated our first artist with Mr. Ruben Ramos and Gato Negro. And it took off from there just from one show to the next. And after that, we just kept interviewing artists after artists. And then we did a fall concert series where they could do Facebook Live performing. And it was just my way of giving back to the community and giving back to the Tejano industry since that is my passion. It was my way of still somewhat being involved with it as well. Now so this, now this that's is, kind of how that came about. Yeah. Now, this was during the pandemic part of it, or was this before that happened? Uh, this started with the pandemic because... Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody knew how to market at the time. Nobody knew um, how long we were going to be shut down. So we needed to find something interesting to still be out in the public eye. Yeah, yeah, it was very, it was very rough. I think uh, a lot of people started these uh, web shows and stuff. Um, I don't know we had a couple last year uh, during the pan when everything started shut down. We we're like, okay, so what do we do now? 
I mean, it wasn't bad for us as internet because we're still able to do shows. You know, we do these things from home and so do our DJs. So we weren't having to go to any kind of studio. So we were able to do it from home. So we started doing a couple web shows. We, we just started to uh, stay the F home. That's what everybody started saying. Stay the F home, you know, whatever. Don't, don't get sick. So we did a couple of them. They were pretty good. A lot of artists, you know, got together. And, you know, we've started uh, doing these things live. So uh, but I think it was pretty cool. I, th- I think it's turned out great and everything else. But um, as far as the pandemic goes, did it really slow you down as far as work? I, not at all. Actually, it stayed very consistent. Um, for some reason, online buying became a thing, and everybody was still spending money. I mean, everybody was still out buying and shopping. <laughs> Pretty much just trying to still sp- spend money, I guess. They had no way to get no, out there. I, I, you know, I don't think that was the intent. I think it was just, you know, we didn't really have much to occupy ourselves with. So we were just looking for entertainment or things to make us feel good, and shopping was one of them. Amazon made a lot of money. Oh yeah, so did these <laughs> online boutiques. <laughs> yeah, it was either it was either uh, Amazon, the boutiques. Uh, they started a, a lot of gaming gaming rooms, I guess it was. So a lot of people started uh, just gambling, I guess you know, win money here and there and stuff. So those became very popular during the the pandemic part, during the shutdowns. Oh yeah, there's all, there's all people got real creative. I have to give I have to give the world that the creativity. Yeah. And, you know, especially after I've you know, I, with the music, with, you know, the businesses, we became super creative and we built a platform for ourselves. So I'm pretty honored to have come out around the same time. I think timing is everything and the timing was just right. Yeah. Did, did you work, um, how would I say this? Did you work on any kind of music besides your single during the pandemic or were you just trying to find ideas to start, you know, coming out with music? I didn't work on any music. I was focusing on the artists themselves. And what it, it just, when they started to have concerts and open up little by little, I just had that want. And so I started to hear songs, just listen to songs. Of course, I used to write poetry, but it's been a while. So I said, let me re- remake a song. And I started listening to a different genre, because I like all kinds of genres of music. Mm-hmm. But I listened to a different genre so that I could find something that was unique. And that's what you'll hear unique verses like Calando La Banda or Bucana, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. and it, which is not common in, in our songs. So that was an area where I said, if I'm going to do something, it's going to be very versatile. Yeah. So where did the, where did the idea come for, from for Fin de Semana? I was just, of course, you're interpreting all these uh, genres and stuff like that, but where did it come from? Did you say, uh, you know, let's, let's get out and party again or something? Fina Semana actually came about because I was driving home from uh, moving at the time and it was the end of the week and we were trying to finish moving and uh, the song came on and I just couldn't, I related to so much to it at the time and I couldn't stop listening to it. So I, I had, Uvo was already working on another song and so I said, Uvo, sorry, I hope you're not, you're not finished with it because I'm changing the song. He's like, it's all right. <laughs> so that's all. Uh, it was during the rainstorm on the way home. Yeah. Um, Hugo's a great friend of ours. We've, I've known him for many years. How was it to work with him up close like that? You know, I was very nervous at first, but he's very down to earth and we're alike. Oh. So we managed very, very well. He made, it, he made it very easy for me as far as because he's a good teacher. He's a good, guy, he's a good guidance. Yeah. So 
in the process, we were able to do it um, in two takes, pretty much. The oh. rough draft and then the final. So I have to say that was uh, some amazing guidance. Yeah. Um, he's He's got a real ear for the music, no matter what it is, whether it's pitch or tempo or anything. And he'll he'll call you on it, you know, if he... One thing's a little bit out of place. He'll try to fix it, but he's he's a very funny guy. He jokes around a lot, and every time when I got when I got to catch up with him, we're just always laughing and stuff. So, Hugo's a very uh, awesome, honest guy. He's very straightforward. Yeah. He doesn't doesn't uh, candy coat it or make it pretty. He's very straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so now with the new single out, which is uh, topped our charts, you know, and. Uh, Hopefully, it's topping any other charts out there. It's doing very well on the station, and people have really enjoyed it. Um, what's going to be next for you? Next, we have a Christmas song coming. Uh, Ugo and I are currently working on a Christmas song, which will be releasing in November, for, just in time for the holidays. <laughs> what is, is there any uh, anything spoilers that you want to give out on that, or <laughs> is it going to be? A... It's going to be very. It's going to be, it's not traditional. Mm. It's something very different. It's something that you, you probably haven't even heard because it, it is an original from someone else. Not my original, but um, it's not a traditional song. So it's going to be different from what we're, we're used to hearing. Nice. So what's going to be after that? I mean, are, are you going to go for a full album here or uh, EP? Are you going to release anytime, anything anytime before... Like fanfare uh, coming in March. Yes, we are working on some more music. Um, it's not going to be a full album. We're going to start with just single by single. Um, we're focused right now on the holidays. We already know what we're going to be releasing for uh, Valentine's Day. So we've got it. We've got a pretty good uh, music lineup and marketing plan for um, here to, into the next year. Nice. So. Um, as you're getting into the music and you're growing up into the music, um, being from Washington State, did you guys really follow a lot of Tejano over here? Did you guys have your own style of music out there? No, we followed a lot of Texas and um, actually a lot of artists used to go out there because they all migrated to work. So I grew up with a lot of the legends and uh, I got to see what a record and a, a record looks like, an actual record. <laughs> so And an 8-track. But yes, we we grew up with it, and we followed it through Texas. A lot of Texans are in Washington. So a lot of the Hano music is is it's real big out there. Yes, it's still real big, and unfortunately, they don't get enough of it. They only get a few hours. So it's radio stations like yours, like Matching One Radio, that give us the opportunity to have more of the music. Because before internet radio, a lot of the times there was only. Uh, Two hours of, of Tejano music, and then our concerts would get sold out because we crazy. Yeah, somebody's cranky in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mom. I'm a mom. Twenty four seven. He's in the background. No, that's good. It catches you in the raw. It means you know you're human still. You know, not a, you know, you got family and everything. You got to take care of as, as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, so for uh, seven weeks, your song has been on our charts. As as it started, it jumped up like straight up. Uh, for them, seven weeks has been at number one. So um, and a couple songs that you're fighting with here, you know, a couple other artists, great artists, you know, <laughs> that you're fighting with here. So that's pretty, yes. that's pretty cool. 
you know, I'm I'm just amazed at how the song is done. I thank you and Lila for the support. I mean, it's just I'm I'm competing. I was a nobody. Nobody knew who I was other than just working for the the auto group I worked for. So it's it, and I have a good backup with Myra D and Cielo Entertainment. And it's all about the relationships, just like any other businesses, and you know, really putting yourself out there. So, one thing I'm really trying is, you know, to be out, out there with my music. Um, getting together with a local band mm-hmm. to try to do some live performances, whether it's through Facebook or actual bookings. Um, so that's in the works right now, and so. That it, that's just what it takes. It's going to take consistent marketing and yeah. consistent putting myself out there so people get to know me. But I'm just so grateful that everybody's accept, accepting me very well. Yeah. So this uh, Cafecito Con Alma web show that you guys have on, is it, is it? are you still continuing with it or do you have any up, upcoming shows? Yes, we're still continuing uh, with it. Uh, we had put it on pause for a little bit because of COVID and then I released my song. And the, so everything got kind of busy. So now that the world, I mean, the world is obviously operating. Um, we don't know what will happen when it gets cold, but we're still we're still adapting. We're still operating. So as of right now, um, the next artist that we are talking to is uh, Sonia de la Paz, and she'll be on our next show. We're trying to solidify a date. Nice, nice, nice. So... Uh, do you have any upcoming shows that you're going to be a part of? Or are you going to be performing anywhere? Right now, I don't have anything booked. Um, I've got a couple of places in Round Rock that we're talking to and in San Antonio. Um, we also, of course, Hugo Guerrero is ready to be out and about. I will be a part of his showcases. So nice. The, that's something that's already been discussed. And I know he does the cruises and all that. So soon, um, I'll be traveling with him and his showcase once um, he gets up and running in the sidekick um, to be out there performing. Nice. You get to go out there and start singing Charanga with him? <laughs> I'll probably go there with him. <laughs> <laughs> Would you... It's a very catchy song. It's sick to you. Yeah. Would you be nervous if he asked you to go out there and sing with him? Not at all. You know, it's, it's funny because... You know, being put on the spot has been so long. Yes, will sound nerve wracking, but when it comes to a radio station, you like put me on the spot. That probably is more nerve wracking for me than an actual stage. A stage, I crave. A stage, I'm ready to perform. Nice. A stage, it's like I'm thinking about the outfit and thinking about the moves, and <laughs> and that's something that I've been so long because. I, I'm used to, I know a lot of people don't know because they don't know me, but I'm so used to putting on a show and performing and dancing. And so I was with a show band and the opening band for a lot of artists for many years. So back then, if you remember, back then, you had to put on a show. It was all about the show and the mood, yeah. along with the good boys. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the era I grew up in, so... That's something that I've always kept with myself. And a funny story, I am married to an uh, I'm, I'm married to someone who's eight years younger than me. <laughs> so he keeps me very active. And we, we both love to dance. We both love the Hanoi country. And so he keeps me very active as far as, you know, still always looking for that great show, that next great concert. And, you know, 
she used to be my biggest fan up at the stage when I used to go perform. I used to sing with the Tex uh, with the Texnex Cadillac. Yeah. And he used to always uh, be at the at the front of the stage. I used to be like, what's wrong with this guy? Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody did that anymore. People would just go to dance. But no, he was always my biggest fan, and he plays a big part in in what I do. And I admire your relationship so much too, because you know the other day. And maybe this is TMI, but the other day somebody told me, do you think it's really wise to say that you're married out there? And I was like, you know, society is very different. Back in the days, nobody used to say they were married or were in a relationship because they wanted the crowd to love them and dream of ever being with that person. Yeah. I said, for me, no. I've seen, I've seen so much craziness in this world, and... I think people, if they're going to accept me, they're going to accept me whether I'm married or not. Yeah. And so I've always, and I admire that. I see that on your all social media posts, <laughs> the love that you guys express. And I'm the same way with mine. And so I think in today's day, especially for females, if, you know, it, it's not something to be ashamed about. You know, be proud of the marriage that you have mm -hmm. and that you have that support because, you know, a lot of women did not come up in the industry or gave it up because they didn't have the support from the spouse. Yeah. Or it was frowned upon because they were mothers. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I think in today's society is it's totally different ballgame now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very important. And the reason, I mean, we do it personally as well as professionally because we're both in this industry together. And we both are growing in this industry together. You know, she's like my right-hand person, you know, and I'm her left. And, and you know, we got together through this industry, you know, because we both love the music and we're both hanging out, you know, and met at the same place. And we were both working together already until, you know, we just decided to get together, you know, personally, you know, and just everything came together naturally. So, I mean, it was, it's, we love to display our, you know, affection for each other, you know, and tell everybody, you know, we're, we're here, we're still in love, you know, we love each other and, you know, it's awesome that way. Yes, and I think that's important. So any female out there, I don't think that that's something that she needs to have because I think it's perfect examples. Look at Elida Reina, look at Stephanie Montiel, and, you know, me, myself, that is a nobody. We're doing just fine, and everybody knows that we're all married. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just uh, I was just kind of shocked that that was, that was actually told to me this week, and I said, you know, I disagree. I said, I, I, I humbly invite your opinion, but I have to tell you that I disagree because I don't society has changed so much the world is so different yeah a lot of things that weren't accepted before are okay now and are accepted now yeah but that that's my thing and and I think that especially with all the female coming up that strong support mm -hmm. make makes us even stronger and more united and that's where great music comes from yeah uh, we don't really worry too much about what society thinks about us or you know our, our peers out there you know they say you know whatever they want to say but I mean we know what happens behind closed doors. You know, we don't put too much of our personal information out there, you know, so unless it's birthdays yeah. or something like that or we're acting goofy, you know, just that's that's all we put out there. But anything else, you know, that stays behind closed doors. But, you know, but we do show our, our love for each other. So that's that's very important to us. Yes, there, there, there are limits. I'm not one of those. I'm, if you see my pages. I'm just a big marketer. <laughs> I'm always promoting somebody. I'm always motivating somebody. To me, I really love people. 
Yeah. I truly do. And I love to invest in people. I love to help people. And that's one of the things I do with my job is I don't, I'm not, I don't promote our company as far as try to sell something in the face. I get involved with the community and with a lot of nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, to me, that that is the more honest, humble way to market for myself. It's always worked for me. And, you know, it gives back to the community. It gives back to the music. And so that's the way that I operate. And that's, that's about as extensive as you'll get. If you see my kids or my husband out there, because they're out there working with me. <laughs> but uh, as far as that goes, I mean, I've taught my kids young. I've, you know, I've been a mother since I was 22 years old. I have five kids. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've never let that stop me from doing what I wanted to do in life and having a career. And yeah. so it came about... I, you know, I also said, okay, you can, this is just one more thing on my plate, but when it's a passion, it's more like a therapy. It's not like, oh my God, you're, I'm overloading myself. Yeah. So I've just, I, I'm sometimes lost for words because I have, I think about it and I'm like, is this really happening? This is what, you know, I've dreamt for for so long. I've missed it for so long. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I grew up singing for so many years and then stopped for a long time. Yeah. You know, stopped for many years. And now, I guess it just goes to show, you know, that it's never too late. Yeah. It's never too late. If you have a passion for music, if that's something you want to do, I mean, even if you say, like I said, oh, it's just something on my bucket list I want to try, you don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. you got to believe in yourself and you got to do it. And so I encourage any, any person out there that, you know, is on the edge and, and is thinking of it, just go for it because you just never know. And now, you know, Matching One Radio supports so many artists and always gives new artists a chance as well. Yeah. And I I really thank you guys for that. I'm, I'm truly grateful because it ha- if it had not been for stations that gave us that opportunity, people might not still know, they might not hear other great music that's up and coming. And yeah. you guys give us that opportunity. So I thank you all for that. No, no problem at all. You're very welcome, and you know that's that's the reason for this station. You know that's the reason why I called it the way it is. You know the people station because it should belong to the people. I mean, we have we have a lot of stations. I'm not gonna call any of them out, of course, but we have stations that are just, <laughs> you know, uh, they only play the same ones over and over. We hear this story all the time, but it, and it seems like it's never changing. But the stations are always consistent with the '90s era. And it's still stuck the same. I, don't, I really don't know why. And I really don't have an answer for it. Why they continue to do this stuff. You know. And everybody's complaining. And everybody's telling them to stop. And you know. Play something different. But they they stay consistent. I don't know why. But that's the reason why this these stations come up and stuff. And you know. We try to help out the stations too. You know. That's the reason why Lila's here to help send that music off to these other stations. Like over 60 DJs. And you know. And FM stations too. But. We want to hear something different at, at a time, you know. It's, we love the oldies. We love the, the old school music. But at, at times, you know, we want to hear something different. We want to hear something new, something fresh, you know, like English music, you know, like pop music. It, it keeps changing. Country music keeps changing, you know, and everything else. But we're still stuck and we want to evolve and, and change too. And we want to hear something different. So that's the reason why these stations are coming up that way. And, you know, if it weren't for that, you, you I know we've all heard over and over 
Jahan is not dead. And if it weren't for stations like yours adapting and changing and giving opportunities, and we were just playing the same thing over and over, we might have headed in the wrong direction because for a while we were headed in that direction. And now I feel like it's taken a whole different change. And yeah. platforms like TikTok as well, you know, have really put all our music out there. If you, I'm a firm believer. If you go out and you, I'm sure everybody's addicted to TikTok. Um, I, I follow TikTok all the time. <laughs> uh, there's a wide base of Latino music that people do TikTok to. And so I encourage any everyone to follow those platforms, to be a part of those platforms, because that is what keeps our music alive, too. That's what gets us out there, along with your radio stations. Yeah. And had it not been for you guys giving the opportunity, who knows where the industry would be. And, you know, now seeing that turn and that curve, too, I'll be honest with you, you know, it was you. we all love the music, and we all will continue to follow it, regardless of what they will play, but we were never going to grow if the stations didn't start playing new music and new up-and-coming artists. We were never going to know new music. Yeah. And I could say maybe about two years ago, mm-hmm. my passion to go into back into music was there, but not as strong as it is now yeah. because of the future I see for it now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like now that we have a huge future now. Yeah. Um, I remember when I when I started in on the internet side of everything back in like 2012, I think it was. I started in the industry back about 17 years ago, going on 18 years ago. Everything was still just the you know the 90s era, you know, we we're gradually in the 90s and then getting into the millennium part of it. So it was it was still that era. When I got into internet radio back in like 2012, it opened up my eyes to. A lot of new art, a lot of artists that I've never heard of before. So I was like, what the heck is going on? I, hear, I see all these hundreds of artists that I have never heard of before. And I think the internet revolutionized the Hound of Music. You know, we're changing it. Everything's different. You go to fanfare. A lot of things revolve around internet radio stations. You go to these award shows. Everything revolves around internet radio stations. So internet radio is revolutionizing the Hound of Music. So we just, we just hope that FM and AM can catch up and start revolutionizing themselves along with it too. Absolutely. And let me tell you, let me tell you, I was like, I've, I know, why do we know it? Because we grew up with it, right? Yeah. Because our parents instilled it in us. And there, there was a while that the generation stopped instilling it, but I have, I have five kids and whether they wanted to hear it or not, they were going to hear it because I <laughs> listen to it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm I'm versatile because I listen to theirs as well. I was always concerned. And now you're seeing it happen again. Mm-hmm. You're seeing little kids, toddlers, into the music, yeah. into our music. Mm-hmm. When before you didn't see that for a long time, they were you know listening to the English music, mm-hmm. which you know we all love, but they were they didn't know enough about our music and they weren't dancing to it or singing to it because. We weren't instilling it in our kids like it was instilled in us. Yeah. And I see that happening again, which, again, opens up a bigger future for us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's very important. And you, like you said, you see it nowadays with uh, social media. You know, I see it on Facebook and uh, uh, what TikTok and everything else. And, uh, of course, you see a lot of other crap that you don't need to see on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> 
like la la Jenny sixty nine, stay away from that stuff, man. Oh God, that, that's and then, how, you know you, that's you how, could never know. You yeah. could be famous from one minute to the next or overnight. Yeah, I can't stand that. That's that's I thought, everybody makes fun <laughs> I of. I saw it. your post. <laughs> oh, like oh my goodness, like. I don't, I don't know. People come up that way, and I don't know. She she made she made a lot of hits off that thing, and I was like, I don't know why, but uh, I seen it on. Well, I seen what's it on happening YouTube. is YouTube has laid out a platform where you can have your own channel. So everybody, she started off with makeup, I heard with that. makeup and a lash line, and so with those followers, I heard, I saw, I saw a post on TikTok where they were like. If she didn't have the followers she had before, nobody would know Jenny 69 nor the song. And it would not have hit over a million hits in overnight, which yeah. is true. Yeah. And that's why that's why I say we got to follow one another. We got to support one another. And, you know, I, I like I'm going to use Sonia de la Paz as an example. Mm-hmm. She will will put, you know, follow me on TikTok or follow me, follow my music fan page. And then she also promotes other artists, follow so-and-so. And follow, you know, so which is, I admire that because, you know, sometimes we end up only promoting our own music and at Single Entertainment, we try to support one another and promote one another. Yeah. If one of us has a new single coming out, we're all liking it, sharing it. And that's where we need to get to because that's how we continue to grow and more people discover us mm-hmm. and we become more of a higher demand. And so that, and which, which is how Jenny69 got where she's at, um, you know. <laughs> And that's not fair because there's some great stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and mean, then you have that. Well, I mean, you know? she doesn't understand that people are, well, I mean, she probably understands, but they're not liking her because of the song or the way she looks. They're they're picking at her and they're hating on her, but she's making it off of that. So, I mean, I don't understand if she enjoys that or something, but they're, they're really But, you pe- know, everybody's really human. Everybody's human. Yeah. That will come back to her one day. You're, she's going to have a video one day where she's breaking down. She can't take the insult. She can't take the, but she's allowing it. She's allowing it. But because right now she's thinking of what? The money, the fame. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's not even about a passion anymore. Because if you think about it, for us, we all have a story. We all have a passion for something. And we all have a passion in in this industry. We have a passion for Tejano music. Mm -hmm. What really is her passion? You know, she did a makeup line because... Maybe it was during the pandemic she was bored or she was a stay-at-home mom and it started to grow. You know, then they collab with other people. But what really was the passion? Was the passion for attention? Was the passion really makeup? Because mm-hmm. now it's not even about makeup. Yeah. So those things, they're like, you know, what they say, the one-hit wonders. It's going to come and go. Yeah. I want to put something out there that's going to stay and grow. Yeah. And so... But I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I do believe you. Know, it's a little unfair sometimes, <laughs> but that's where the world is today. So that's where we got to get up to par with all these social media platforms. <laughs> yeah, it just seems people... And I try my best. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just seems like people make it bigger off of the stupidest things rather than the people who actually give into this industry. You know, and that's, that's kind of wrong, but I guess that's the society it we live is. in. But you know what? I, I, it all starts like that, and then it eventually will die down, and it'll it'll get back to where it's about the passion again. You know what's really good music, or what's really good um, out there. Yeah. But um, so that that I I think it's uh, only a matter of time before that, because once everybody does it, once everybody's it, it becomes more of a copycat thing. No longer will. Um, 
her fame won't be there anymore. She's going to have to do something different along with other YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah. Was, so, let's, let's but get... we got to keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to we keep. We will still be there when they die out. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, I mean, real quick, uh, you have some merchandise out there. I think I've seen you making some. What was that? I said, uh, you had some merchandise out there. I seen you making some shirts or something like that before. Yes. So it, it, um, again, I was being, uh, someone who wasn't in the industry. I'm used to making merch for the company. I'm used to supporting other artists. I had to create something overnight before I went on a radio tour. Yeah. And so it, it, it just kind of, uh, people started to like it and ask for it. So now it's my website should be up here within the next few days and uh, all my merchandise um i'll also be um i'll be branding my own hats i love wearing hats and i've, I've usually gotten i i have a i was here with Hello. There you are. I was like, <laughs> did I lose you? <laughs> I do have a merch line coming. I have some shop glasses, koozies, shirts, sweaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gosh, I love creating. I do graphics. Obviously, I'm in, in marketing and public relations. So it's it's been it's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun at the same time. Yeah. Um, my husband was like. How far are you taking this? I said, as far as it lets me take it. <laughs> I said, I'm still, I'm still very young. You know, my kids, all my kids know my song. They're loving it. My daughter, my youngest daughter is my biggest fan. When she saw my shirt, I want one of those. And <laughs> it just, they will be available soon. Um, everybody's been very supportive, even with the merch line yeah. um, that's coming. So they'll be up very, very soon. My, my IT guy... <laughs> happen you know you can always send it to us and we'll have it on our top 10 music video countdown list for everybody to go vote for that too so absolutely and you know i want to say that you know a lot of people really really are grateful to the station i have uh 
followers from all over the place, but I've noticed that when I've gone to interviews, a lot of people are popping on from Washington. So shout out to Washington State. Shout out to California. Mm-hmm. Shout out to New Mexico. Shout out to Mexico City. Those are areas that have been really playing my song yeah. uh, very strongly. So, you know, I'm just truly, truly grateful, truly blessed. And thank you, Mucking One Radio, for the support. Nah. I cannot I cannot stress that enough. No, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. No, we have uh, we have DJs in Monterrey. We have a DJ in Puebla, Mexico, and uh, they play your they they play your music over there too. So they trust me, your music is getting out there. Thank you so much. I am so grateful. No, no problem at all. Uh, But uh, I want to say congratulations on your song. Congratulations on your show. Uh, we can't wait to see what else you got in store. Your merchandise line will be coming out pretty soon. Uh, I like the shirts, though. I like the the one with the teeth and uh, the uh, I guess it was the blood coming down. So that was pretty cool. Um, and everything, thank you. but uh, everything else. Thank you so much. Uh, any shout outs that you want to give out, real quick? Uh, yes, I'd like to make a shout out to Cielo Entertainment, Miss Myra D. Uh, she took me under her wing, not knowing anything about me other than you know we both lived in the valley. And shout out to all the artists. Continue to promote yourself. Continue to put out new music and be creative. And to all everyone that has been supporting, not just myself, all the artists, anyone, everyone who participates and votes and requests the song. Thank you. I'm truly, truly grateful to everyone. Awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for being a part of our show here. Congratulations uh, being a uh, number one again uh, this week. Congratulations on that. Uh, all the fans continue to vote. Uh, thank you for getting with Lila uh, for the interview. We, we really do appreciate that. And um, anything else that we can do for you here, you know, just uh, let her know. Let me know, and uh, we'll be happy to help you out. Absolutely, and I'd love to meet you all in person one day too. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Uh, you know, hopefully around fan free time. Hopefully everything will settle a little bit more that we can get out there and uh, get back to enjoying some great music. Sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. Y'all have a blessed day. All right, you too. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Miss Alma Nunez uh, from Austin, Texas, originally from Washington State. And we're going to go ahead and play her brand new single right here, number one on our charts. This one is called Fin de Semana, right here on the Master God Radio Show podcast. <laughs>
Salman Nunez, fin de semana, at number one on our on our countdown. Make sure you guys tune in to the Machingon Radio Show Top 20 Countdown every single week. That has been uh, the number one song here on our station. Congratulations going out to Alma Nunez. And uh, thank you so much for joining us here. And uh, anybody else that wants to do an interview with us, make sure you guys get a hold of Lila. Lila at LilaLeesPromotions.com. And uh, make sure you guys inbox her. Let her know you guys want to interview so that was Alma Nunez. Thank you so much, Alma, for joining us. And uh, that is our show. We are out of here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. On behalf of my baby, Lila Lisa, Lila Lisa Promotions, all of our DJs and affiliates, I want to say have a great day. Have a great week. God bless you guys. Be safe. And we'll see you next time. We're in the Mashigon Radio Show Podcast. Suwale! say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves and I hope we pass the audition. <laughs>